आई वी एम You're listening to TFG Football. Hello and welcome to TFG Indian Football podcast. It's been a weird week. Uh, it's been about 10 or 11 days since we uh, last spoke to you guys uh, and uh, a lot has happened since then. The Hero Gold Cup started and ended. You know, it started with a lot of fanfare ended uh, on a disappointing note with India not even making it to the final. We've had uh, a terrible uh, terrorist attack take place uh, in Pulwama uh, where uh, 40 plus uh, CRPF jawans uh, were killed uh, by a suicide car bomb attack and uh, we are seeing some effects of that flow into indian football uh, kevin uh, is with me and uh, as you all know a match was scheduled to happen uh, happened it originally it was uh, scheduled for 17th february between uh, real kashmir fc and minerva punjab uh because the I minerva mean, punjab was pl- uh, playing away uh, saipa in iran at the uh, acl qualifier game it was moved to 18 february but ranjit bajaj who's the owner of minerva punjab has uh, declined to go to srinagar and play the game uh, due to the recent security situation and the terrorist attack that happened uh, uh, which is uh, about 20 to 25 kilometers away from the srinagar uh, airport kevin uh, what's what's your uh, thought on this uh, you know it we were we were supposed to get a really good game today but again it's uh, if if uh, some players and uh, a club does not want to go uh, in in what is perceived as a very uh, violent and disturbed situation that's happening over there what's your take on that yeah. first i think if we look at it from the professional uh, point of view uh, this could be a great to uh, in getting a confirmation that a, a a match can be held safely for the players but uh, demanding something uh, from uh, a ministry which is not really uh, known to go ahead and give go ahead for uh, sensitive topics as such is a little bit overboard i would feel because uh, what you would require is uh, the governing body that is the aff and the home team to give at least you know uh, a simple uh, I, i think even our uh, verbal assurance is, is good enough to uh, to say that uh, we can go ahead and have the match and the no real no real difference of circumstances i think that would have supply, uh, uh, really been uh, sufficient to have this match at be be uh, undertaken uh, but i think uh, it's really a lot of proportion from uh, both angles if you see uh how uh, twitter is reacting to ranjit bajaj's uh, request or plea or demand to have a written assurance from the different ministries for to you know um, pointing out that uh, there are foreign players in the team who would uh, be be requiring a lot more than just uh, you know just a verbal assurance so i i think it just uh, it's just a mix up of a political scenario into the you know, sporting uh is not really should have uh, should have you not know, taken place because the situation in the country is that you know it just leads to too many questions but for me i think uh they really should have just uh, take club to club i think that should uh, be, be the best way forward yeah i mean it's a bit of a complicated situation because uh, let's say if you're sitting out here in mumbai or chandigarh and you are looking at uh, you know 24 hour coverage of uh, the tragedy that happened the ter- terrorist attack that happened and uh, you're thinking oh shit that's just 20 kilometers away from srinagar airport and how can we just uh, take all the uh, you know 20 plus players and land in that airport right now and and i i get it i see it why they would feel paranoid about it of course uh, the uh, there's also the fact that a lot of embassies are uh, you know uh, issuing travel advisories uh, uh, to their citizens uh, saying don't uh, go there right now and uh, it's it's only natural because the the reaction after an attack like this would be be more defensive be a lot more alert that's why you know i i, I got a flight coming up tomorrow and this morning i started getting messages this increased security uh, so at least come uh, two and a half hours uh, before the uh, departure time to have a uh, you know a seamless experience and all that stuff so around the country you have more alertness everywhere right uh, more security everywhere but uh, 
of course it's going to be even more than that uh, on the ground but think about those who are already there the the foreign players who are playing for real kashmir fc david robertson is there he's a british citizen you think uh, you know he's he's getting out of there he, i don't think he is uh, ultimately the the situation is that uh, people people don't realize this until you go there that uh, there is incredible amount of uh, guarding and uh, you know watching over the city of Srinagar because that's where all the VIPs are there all the major offices are there all the uh, you know uh, government base is there uh, there's a major army base there uh, it's incredibly more guarded than the rest of the Kashmir which is why when these big attacks happen they don't attack uh, they don't they don't happen in Srinagar they happen outside Srinagar and even when you hear of trouble like i was just there for 11 12 days and every day i would get alert alerts on my phone like there is something happening in pulwama uh, you know terrorist killed or uh, there uh, ongoing gunfire exchange in pulwama you walk out you don't you don't feel a thing in srinagar because it's it's just not the same world it's it's like you know uh, <laughs> same thing you, you you have you have some naxalite activities in odisha you don't feel that in bhuvaneshwar right it's not it, it's not it's it's very located in those areas and uh, and i had great hospitality i had great experience uh, i had i didn't have mobile networks people used to help me out on the streets with directions because i had no way to figure out where the hell i was going i didn't have active internet connection or anything so yeah it and and yeah uh, i'm i'm torn on this i think if they wanted they could have gone on and played right i'm i think they could have uh, there there wouldn't have been any problem if they had played uh, that's that's my opinion not asking anybody to agree with it if they this already they check everybody like when you enter the stadium uh, in trc it's like you're going you know, walking into an airport like two or three security checks they scan your bags they make you turn on your laptops and dslrs and uh, check everything uh it was a missed opportunity in my opinion if after that attack the match had taken place it would be beamed on national television and uh, they would uh, see uh, you know fans uh, players uh, in at the heart of kashmir uh, holding silence uh, in memory of those who have passed away that would have been a powerful image and yeah. and this is a missed opportunity i get I, i'm not blaming anybody for not wanting to take a risk unless you go in there and you just get a feel of the situation you would be unconvinced uh, but yeah the, the match I, I think uh, yeah. no, it, it really understandable the situation from uh, from Minerva you know, Punjab's point of view uh, the you no know, safety is always first or if you mm-hmm. do get some information whether uh, it's first and or not you would really want to double check on that and i think maybe after a couple of reports or some some information uh, received by the club probably that is why they must have uh, asked for an assurance uh, that it's okay to uh, go ahead and play this game because again it's uh, you know you're talking about sport it's it's also about individuals you know yeah. you're talking about professional players it is safety and concern at the end of the day uh, but i think uh, if uh, it goes ahead so it looks like a walkover uh, in certain sense that the team didn't show up uh, probably though if uh, maybe reactors they do agree uh so if there is a demand to shift the 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 venue of the game to another place uh, probably that could be under consideration we haven't mm-hmm. heard anything from the afl as yet so we can just uh, assume whatever we hear or see or probably what we see on twitter uh, because that's where the major communication or the criticism of uh, all it's just criticizing period for everybody so not really uh it can't be judgmental on on one club uh, and on the other so it's just you know just a mix up of political and uh, sports yeah and look attention. part of the thing is okay so if you if if aiff is going to take a decision on uh, whether it was right on uh, minerva punjab's part not to go who, what are they going to take into account what is the written document that uh, you know so, uh, that provides data on the ground situation it's a match commissioner's report and you can use peripheral uh, different documents like uh, security briefings uh, that take place over there which which might be 
uh, I don't even know if those can be taken into account while taking a decision like this but uh so this is what happened the match commissioner uh, michael andrews uh, spoke to the deputy uh, sp of security of kashmir and uh, he was assured that it's going to be completely safe to host the match he uh, this, uh, the match commissioner has been uh, staying in srinagar for a while and uh, it's i can totally get it when he says that i i've been here this this nothing like everybody is calm nothing is uh, you know you don't feel like you're in danger for a single moment uh, because you know that's not the place where all the it is very hard to uh, you know communicate this that you don't really feel like it's a war torn region even if something is happening uh, 30 kilometers uh, away uh, but yeah that's the, that's the written document it's not and and uh, Minerva Punjab have been asking for uh, first of all like what is the written clearance to travel you don't need a written clearance i mean indian citizens do not need a clearance to go to kashmir it it does not get issued so that's completely out of the picture and also written assurances and i'll tell you why they were never going to get it because the government government is not going to write and written assurance to a football team which will become an international news piece which would elevate the paranoia about the security situation right it's a, it's a domestic matter they're not going to write uh, give written assurances which will be uh, paraded around everywhere as a, as a proof that look this is its situation is so bad in kashmir that uh, the government has to give out written assurances to even get a football team to travel right and uh, Uh, that that would be a bad look for them and i don't know whether they should do it or should not do it that's that's the government's call ultimately but if they don't do it ever like when was the last time they gave out a written assurance to anybody to travel to kashmir i could not find a single instance if they have never done it then how can you just go out on twitter and say we will not go until we get uh, get the government to do something that they have never done before it's it's a bit impractical so that that was my uh, beef with it I, and the, the it's it's very hard to uh, you know get get through to people with uh, you know people who are actually really concerned about uh, security and safety it's it's you can't talk protocol back to somebody who's feeling unsafe about themselves right so yeah but we, also yeah. know what it could lead to is uh, So what they are demanding for will will uh, probably create a trend as well. No, no. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you why. It's it's the game is not going to be moved out of Kashmir. Not now. Not never. It was never going to happen. This uh, having matches happen, top division football match happening at the heart of Kashmir, that is such a good look. And uh, we maybe the Indian media is uh, oblivious to it, but when Gokulam Kerala FC were playing Real Kashmir FC, there were European journalists covering the match. When does that ever happen? Uh, a domestic match getting European journalists to turn up, and it it was a great look for uh, India, and uh, and they're not gonna ruin all of that. They're not gonna ruin the goodwill that has uh, th- that the government has built up with the local fans, local people, uh, with the local community by. Uh, providing such amazing action and and a, and a great narrative in, in through real kashmir they're not going to ruin the whole thing by moving the match to jammu or uh, ludhiana or delhi or somewhere right i mean i don't know what do you think so what we're looking at is a situation where uh, you're de- demanding uh, something which has not happened prior yeah. uh, on a situation uh, that's a little sensitive written assurances are a bit uh, difficult to get at any level <laughs> and we are talking about the highest oil so that's really out of question to get something in written mm. uh, what you could just you know uh, no uh, be assured with was uh, probably a phone call to somebody who's in charge of security just to make sure uh, it, it's it's okay to do that but i think we already have that uh, that go ahead give it so it was it was I, pretty I much unambiguous security concern that uh, should have uh, 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 had to team to you know, make this big decision to uh, demand something in writing. It just uh, I do understand, but uh, I know that, that there are ways to uh, to just to for be assured of your your safety. So I think that that's already uh, is out there uh, for everyone to see. Yeah, so, 
श्रीनगर इज स्टेबल and uh, there was no problem to host the match uh, this is monday 18th february as we are recording this uh, there is a shutdown going on in srinagar in all of kashmir uh, uh, following uh, uh, some attacks on kashmiri students living all over the country uh, but i'll tell you what happens in shutdowns 90% of the uh, shops stay closed the autos don't run the taxis don't run private vehicles are not disturbed and uh, you can easily go out it's like a band anywhere right you can go out and uh, uh, play cricket in the streets if there's no snow but uh, but yeah I, i mean they could have easily held the match there probably would have been very little crowd but you know i think i think i don't think minerva punjab fc would mind not having uh, a big crowd uh, when they're going to play real kashmir fc any no no uh, team would uh, mind having less uh, home fans present because it's intimidating to play in front of uh, that crowd it's very close uh, and uh, yeah we had a we had one guy invade the pitch during the gokulam kerala fc game um, when he when uh, real kashmir scored but yeah either either way it was uh, it, it could have happened maybe some other uh, if it was some other team it would have also happened uh, real kashmir fc are uh, probably going to get 3 goals and 3 points from this uh, by the by the standard rules of four feature and uh, what do you think east bengal will do because nobody wants to go and play real kashmir fc right now especially if they're uh, hoping for a title because real kashmir it's uh, are very hard to beat at home and east bengal are supposed to go there and play them in 10 days 28 february do you think they will also try to uh, uh, you know move move the game or uh, not go because uh, alejandro menezes already spoke to the reporters and said like ah, i don't know like look one one of one team didn't go you know and and we are concerned about the situation over there do you think east bengal also tries to do what minerva punjab did uh, i really uh, not hope that is not the case because uh, east bengal have known uh, to create the bigger uh, what you can say is the Uh, uh, the, 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 I think Mohan Bagan and uh, East Bengal are very similar to to uh, what we're talking about to create that hype to get something uh, on on their side. So Minerva Punjab could be just a smaller picture that uh, could could be in front of us. East Bengal could have even more demands, not not just uh, one small uh, some return assurances. This could be in a way way uh, higher than that. but i think uh, it's not so close by that uh, the situation shouldn't be uh, that calm uh, there's still you know, the the tensions are a little hot right now but uh, i think it will just fade away and uh, it will just lead us to that interesting game between uh, east bengal and real kashmir to to almost it's going to be a title winning game for real kashmir if they do go ahead and win and uh, for east bengal they already feeling the pressure Yeah. Uh, one or two against Churchill there is already showing up. So that's that's been the case for East Bengal for this last two years. I've seen uh, towards the end of the season they do start to bottle and uh, they're already showing signs towards that. Well, thanks to Minerva Punjab, uh, probably Real Kashmir FC will go up to thirty-five uh, points from seventeen matches. Uh, which will put them temporarily at the top, and uh, of course, uh, probably not because uh, Shillong Lajong are playing uh, Chennai City, and uh, all the uh, you know Shillong Lajong have got got a couple of wins recently. Uh, they just got beaten by East Bengal five nil, and uh, yeah, Chennai City are expected to beat them, so they'll go up to thirty-seven uh, from seventeen matches. 
uh, which makes the real Kashmir and East Bengal game all the more important. Whoever wins it will be there on the last day uh, in the title race. And uh, let's see, uh, we we got a uh, we got ten days to go for that to come, and uh, we will. Uh, bring you updates uh, on the security situation and uh, whatever is happening to the football in the valley as and when things uh, develop. Let's go into a break. We will be sticking with East Bengal because something is unfolding uh, far away uh, from the uh, north, uh, the Wartown Valley of the North India. Uh, it's it's in the east. It's in Kolkata. It's a very different kind of conflict that is brewing and. It's almost as complicated uh, as what is happening with the uh, real Kashmir versus Minerva Punjab controversy. So stick around. That's after the break. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another awesome week on IVM Podcast. If you're not following us on social media, please make sure you do. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So we have a listener survey going on right now. It's going to run till the end of March. It's on our website. It's ivmpodcast.com slash survey. Please do participate on that listener survey. Give us your feedback. Tell us a little bit about yourself. That helps us when we go out and talk to advertisers. It is also very helpful for us to kind of know who you are and what kind of things you like. We ask a lot of questions around what kind of content you'd like to see us put out in the next couple of months. And, uh, yeah, we'd really appreciate any feedback that you could give us. We launched a new podcast on Valentine's Day called Dating is Garbage. Surbi, Abbas, and Janam talk modern dating and the woes and wows that come with it. Each week, they sit down with some very cool guests and have an unfiltered conversation about their dating habits, awkward experiences, and heartbreaks. Tune in to hear them attempting therapy on each other. On the first episode, we have comedian Uruj Ashfaq discussing rejection. On the scene in the unseen, Amit Verma talks to Ruben Abraham and Pritika Hingorani of the IDFC Institute. They talk about urbanization and planning in Indian cities. On Pesa Vesa, Anupam is joined by Bhavik Dunn, who talks about financial planning for first-time parents. On How to Citizen, we are on Chapter 5, which deals with the Indian judiciary. Joining Meghnath and Shreyas on the episode is R.J. Roini. They try and understand the pros and cons of our judicial system. On Gold Gappar Marathi podcast, Sripti is joined by stand-up comedian Rohan Joshi. He talks about his journey as a comic and the highs and lows of being part of the AIB Collective. And with that, let's continue with your show. Welcome back after the break. Uh, it's the story that never ends. I mean, uh, if, if it's something as, uh, you know, it, it's like a soap opera, I would say, but... Sometimes soap operas are good. So if I call it a soap opera, it would be an insult to soap operas because this is not a good story. This is not a feel-good story. This is not a story that has a linear progress. This is this is not something where you see character development or, uh, uh, you know, maturation of plot points. It's the same old shit that has been recycled. Like, it, it seems like the entire Maidan, the entire birthplace of Indian football, which has uh, given us uh, hundreds of, uh, a century of fables to look back on, to feel nostalgic about, which is supposed to be the next big launching pad to get India to the next level. Uh, it, it just becomes a feces recycling plant when it comes to these uh, big clubs that are over there. East Bengal, Mohan Bagan, ATK the same shit going and coming back and it's not even the shit is being recycled into fertilizer or whatever it is the shit going into the plant and the shit coming out and it smells even worse it's just more rotten shit and every day goes by no amount of progress is made and the shit just keeps more and more uh, you know get get gets more and more rotten so here's here's a, a one minute or two minutes to run down of what what is happening uh I-League is dying, right? I mean, we've been saying this for three years, but uh, this time it seems like it's going to happen because Sunaydu Dhar comes out and says in, a, in an interview that this might be the last season of I-League, which he was not saying in previous seasons. East Bengal and Mohan Bagan are supposed to get into ISL. ISL is supposed to be the next top division league. FSDL wants it, Reliance wants it, AIFF wants it, the fans want it. Literally everybody wants it to happen who doesn't want it? The the old bloody officials of East Bengal and Mohan Bagan who are still trying to drive a wrench through the whole thing. Like Quiz, who have taken over 74% uh, or 70% shares of uh, East Bengal. They're the majority owners of the football team. They want to get into ISL. They don't have any problem with paying franchise fee. But the old officials who have been booted out of power they don't want it to happen because they have lost power. They want their power back. They want their uh, tiny little things that they used to do. The, the, uh, 
so-called profits that they used to make off the sides uh, personally, uh, which has been uh, put to a stop by the new owners. So, so they're trying to get out of the joint venture, and they are they're trying to lobby to get uh, East Bengal to stay in I League. Mohan Bagan, what's happening? It's it's even more complicated, right? So here's what was happening until one month ago. Uh, owner of ATK Sanjeev Goenka and Mohan Bagan officials were going, uh, were having a back and forth of uh, possibly uh, Goenka's company CESC RPG investing in Mohan Bagan. Then I don't know the exact terms that they would agree on, but Mohan Bagan would enter ISL on ATK spot. Maybe the team would be called ATK Mohan Bagan or CESC Mohan Bagan or RPG Mohan Bagan. We don't have hundred percent confirmation on any of those. There's this, uh, uh, you know, the reliable, reliable sources tell me it would be called, uh, you know, the, the Mohan Bagan would be the name and uh, it would have the green and maroon jersey or whatever it is. The the problem is recently Mohan Bagan officials came up with a better idea. They got uh, another uh, company to come in and invest for them, uh, invest in them. And uh, that's not a 100% done deal, but they like the deal enough to say now that we don't want to go into this deal with Goenka and uh, we just want to do our own thing. Let ATK be ATK, we will be Mohan Bagan. Uh, here was the problem with that. FSDL, uh, Reliance, AIFF, nobody wants three clubs from Kolkata to play in ISL. I mean, they were paranoid about having two clubs from one city before, uh, before until... Uh, this season, next season they they're gonna uh, you know let that slide, but they don't want three teams from one city. They're dead against it. So they're trying to make Mohan Bagan and Goenka tie up. And at this point, I don't think Goenka wants it, and Mohan Bagan officials want it. But uh, FSDL, AIFF, everybody, the the big wigs of Indian football want it. It's like almost a arranged marriage that is being attempted here, and uh, and. Guess who who is making a, a recurring character who has appeared in the scene again? It's Mamata Banerjee, the Chief Minister of uh, West Bengal. The East Bengal and Mohan Bagan officials uh, went to meet Mamata Banerjee and uh, asked her to ask Mukesh Ambani to give East Bengal and Mohan Bagan a discount on the franchise fee, as if they will ever do that. And 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 I'm saying it's a recycled shit. Because last year, sorry, 2017, I'm even getting my years mixed up because it seems like I'm living the same day over and over uh, in terms of this. It's Groundhog Day. It seems 2017, the same thing happened. The officials went to Mamata Banerjee uh, and uh, she spoke to her sports minister and it was decided that the government would uh, uh, help uh, East Bengal and Mohan Bagan get into ISL. And the issue was again a discount on franchise fees. And what happened? The entire shit got boiled up. Uh, the the soup was stirred. Everybody was fired up. There was a lot of hate going around uh, to ISL, ATK, EI League, whatever. Everybody was hating on each other and the whole thing just fell through. Nobody really came out on top in that. Nobody gained anything. Everybody lost in, in uh, you know, opening that Pandora's box. When you get a political party or major politicians uh, involved in things like this, they will go for the they will try to create more conflict because that will get them more headlines, right? And when everything just went to shit, the politicians exited the scene and the and, and FSDL, ATK, Mohan Bagan, East Bengal, ISL, I-League, everybody was left with what they had, just a lot of wasted energy. And I just see this happening again. You get the politicians involved, it's just gonna... What if, what if it goes to shit again and what if we end up with, with a split league situation for one more year? Maybe a lot of people will not like it, but what if AFC says, I've had enough, I've been telling you to sort your shit for three years now and you could not do it. So here's a sanction, all your sports in AFC Cup are revoked until you sort your shit. What happens then? Like what if that happens? What if Chennai City or East Bengal or Real Kashmir, whoever wins the league, uh, does not get to play in ACL because... Uh, FSDL, AIFF, East Bengal, Mohan Bagan, ATK, ISL, ILE could not sort their shit out. Why are we going through this shit, Kevin? Why? Tell me, man. I'm I'm holding you responsible for it because you're the one listening to me right now. Tell me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I do get where it's coming from and it's... Uh, no, it, it, 
it's not going to change you, you can't really take the old out of uh, you know, uh, from you can't take the rust out of what is already gone to a waste you'll have the officials clinging on to power you'll have uh, uh, politicians coming and showing that uh, they are interested but then you know the vested interest and this situation will will never change until and unless you have uh, the, that culture that has created this hype about uh, the legendary clubs go away you really want some corporate entity to take over and get away with these these clingers that has that is they they are just like those leeches trying to suck out every profit and profit and power that just just keeps them going for years and years you every every revolution that you want to bring about will will be just going to dust if the officials that have you know still lingering around are there mm-hmm. so well i'm i'm I actually don't see a situation yeah. out yeah. of this uh, atk east bengal mohan bagan it is for me it is this one whole big family that's trying to show that three different faces it is in the end it's this one club that uh, one 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 Dude. city that wants to bring out the best of talent but really it it's at the cost of uh, everybody keeping hold to the hold of their power not looking at development and not looking at uh, the future of 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 a city that has produced so many good footballers because of a situation that isl has put in it's one city one club that's uh, gone one franchise that, that that's, that's gone that's going yeah. away that's yeah. going away but atk is an entity this brought about just to create a divide or, or use up that at uh, fame of of kolkata but i think they, they don't really have the future after the the ties were cut off from atletico madrid so right now they're looking very bleak in terms of future and uh, mohan bagan is bengal will prevail so i will they be uh, carrying them uh, uh, having having over the the old officials is a question i don't think so they they just going to be there uh, all the while and uh, unless unless uh, this this gets solved i don't think we are heading into that uh, so called top division of i league very soon unless these two big entities in football of of india really understand what's what's best for the country well they when was the last time east bengal and mohan bagan thought of what's best for the country when was the last time i think that happened before oh i i'll tell you it happened what's best for the country the last time one of these clubs thought of it came right after the bangladesh liberation war when mohan bagan some of the mohan bagan officials went around and recruited a, a team of footballers who uh, went to bangladesh and played as indian 11 right uh, and uh, most of it was mohan bagan players and uh, that was a, that those matches became an event because what on bangladeshis got like a major relief and and that was i think the first uh, foreign sports team that uh, toured uh, independent bangladesh so again that's that uh, i'm digressing a little bit but that's one way you can use football uh, for peace for uh, positive ways and the same thing can happen with i league matches happening in srinagar you know it can be a similar piece but coming back to the shit topic that we have here right now quests are prevailing over the old officials because the fans don't like the officials they want corporate take over the same thing is happening with hok protibad uh, movement in mohan bagan where a hundred odd fan clubs are boycotting the home matches of mohan bagan because they don't want the old officials to stay in charge they want a corporate takeover they want a ceo they want restructuring of the club management they want more professionalism right but but that's where we walk into a gray area is that it's not like the atk management or the or the goenka's team which which uh, looks after atk right now if there is a collaboration and uh, some of those people come over and uh, become mohan bagan and a part part of the mohan bagan management that's not much better than what mohan bagan already has right it's not like they are they are winning uh, you know awards all over the place it's it's not going to it's going to be much better it it might end up being more of the same only much more expensive if there is this uh, other company that wants to uh, come in it, it it would be a more of a quest style takeover it will be a very fresh start 
if if they can uh, get the deal done i'd prefer it i would i would say let atk be let let there be three clubs in one city what is wrong if that happens like how many clubs does london have five in in epl there's no problem if if east bengal and mohan bagan and atk are playing from the same venue ATK can actually become popular by playing the heel because East Bengal hates them, Mohan Bagan hates them, and there are enough. How many? How much is the population of uh, uh, Kolkata? There's enough people who who are not into football per se, and some of them don't even like the way East Bengal and Mohan Bagan's culture has become more ultra oriented and more violent. So they will come and uh, watch ATK's home matches because it's. it's a much more sober environment for them but atk needs to play that up like what they have like 3 million bots that retweet for them they can play themselves up as the third alternative which goes directly against east bengal and mohan bagan and maybe they can if if things get going for them they will last they can't they can't hope to carry on with east bengal and mohan bagan fans secondary support at any point and also it seems like if if they if goenka ties up with mohan bagan and uh, he says okay the name of the uh, team will be atk mohan bagan or mohan bagan atk dude everybody will hate that team like even the mohan bagan supporters will go what the hell why is the name of atk attached to my team then how is it my team if it if there's atk in the name it's 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 messed up man i mean it would compromise mohan bagan it would compromise atk and it would it everybody would end up losing if it's csc mohan bagan or rpg mohan bagan there won't be this problem but atk mohan bagan or mohan bagan atk that's 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 rather self destructive if if they go with that choice but it's it seems because what the the narrative that's being pushed from mohan bagan side is that uh, goenka wants the name of the team to be atk mohan bagan uh, would you like a team called atk mohan bagan kevin i don't care for me i i it doesn't matter mohan bagan atk or east bengal mohan bagan it, it wouldn't dude is the what, what the hell did you just say east bengal mohan bagan dude yeah, are you are you out of your mind <laughs> are you completely out of your mind that never i mean maybe maybe people will just tolerate atk mohan bagan for some time but east bengal mohan bagan no man like I I don't know. It's like it's like see. Usually, what happens is that fans of these teams fight each other, and if if the if the two names are made into one, they won't even be able to fight each other. They'll probably punch them th- themselves to death because that that that's the kind of a implosion of identity that would take place if that happens. Uh, I mean, yeah. Let's just co- stick to the topic. ATK Mohan Bagan is a possibility now. But you know, just you try to put yourself in the f- uh, shoe of a Mohan Bagan fan, or even some somebody who likes ATK and hates Mohan Bagan. Would what would you see like if the two names become one? I think the possibility of having three derbies uh, just makes it two derbies. Thing. So that's the only thing I would say because there's no shortage of derbies in the ISL. Dude, uh, ISL doesn't have a single derby. What are you it saying? Doesn't. 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 It has a southern derby. Uh, it has. Dude, those uh, are those derby. are not real derbies. Those are fake derbies. <laughs> like you can't you can't say Kochi versus Chennai or Kochi versus Bengaluru are derbies when uh, it it's like it it's a one hour flight away from each other. It, it does not work like that. Derby is two clubs from the same city. Shillong had a derby. Kolkata has a derby, and we have had three clubs from Kolkata before. East Bengal, Mohan Bagan, Mohammedan Sporting used to be in the top division together, and each of those derby clashes used to be big. So, what is wrong with having East Bengal, Mohan Bagan, and ATK if derbies are good? Because everybody watches derby, and it does, it's not limited to Kolkata. More people show up for the derbies. So, if instead of, uh, you know, if you have two teams that that is like two derbies per season. If we have three teams, that's six derbies per season, right? So, what is wrong with having more derbies? Yeah, that that call that calls for more fan attention. That calls for more uh, uh, garnering of views. Uh, if if marketing is really looked into potential, that can uh, turn out to revenue basis as well. Uh, but uh, what what are we looking at right now is is a possibility that. Uh, 
has been discussed uh, over time uh, to to get the two big outsider club in into the ISL. So definitely, you know, uh, would be the end of I League because we we will be looking at how second division of I League is being run in the same matter, uh, not being tele- tele- televised and uh, and and you know it is uh, sad considering that uh, we've been talking about this for three years. Uh, we could we, we, it could have been a better situation, but uh, it just keeps getting more complex. Uh, by by. Uh, Entertain the Kolkata to be Kolkata clubs that are causing the problem uh, because uh, they're just so important for uh, marketing value for uh, creating that uh, competitiveness and uh, I think it had Bengaluru FC not uh, stepped away from the I League uh, we would have still seen another good two seasons of of uh, competitive football but right now what we are seeing is uh, uh, Bengaluru FC not following the trend that they did in the first uh, season in the ISL and uh, just, just leading to uh, a bit of disappoint- and disappointment because uh, we, we've seen uh, Bangalore FC dominate and uh, uh, sadly, uh, but uh, all could again come together next season if if the Kolkata, the big Kolkata clubs uh, work things within themselves well. Well, uh, let's just uh, see how that turns out. Uh, for, uh, interesting tidbit, this is the first time Bengaluru FC have lost uh, two matches in a row since they moved into ISL. Last time that happened, it was in AFC Cup. Uh, and before that, it was in I-League. But uh, seriously, uh, you know, I just something just occurred to me. If Goenka has a, has a finger on how it is in Kolkata football, he should grow a spine... And say no to Mohan Bagan. Say, dude, I'm not interested. Let Mohan Bagan be Mohan Bagan. You know what I'll do? I'll go with Mohammedan Sporting. Because Mohammedan Sporting have the biggest fan base in the country. We don't see it because the team got relegated. They're not uh, playing high-profile matches. The last time they played a high-profile match was IFA Shield in 2014, where 65,000 people showed up. That was That did not involve East Bengal or Mohan Bagan. That was between... Mohammedan Sporting and a club from Dhaka called uh, Sheikh Jamal Dhanmundi. Right? 65,000 people came out and the match went into uh, penalties. It was crazy. Firecrackers everywhere. There was a pitch invasion. People were beating up fans but the fans were still dancing. It was a, uh, one of the craziest games I've ever seen uh, uh, experienced uh, from the stadium. So, if Mohammedan Sporting comes in, that's a huge superpower. I will guarantee you every away game they will have 5 to 10,000 fans like literally they they are you, like people don't realize how popular they are because they don't uh, they're not part of the mainstream anymore uh, uh, because of financial uh, uh, finances went bad performance went bad they're playing in the second division they're not even in contention to come up right now so it's it's they fly under the radar is what I'm saying but if Goenka goes and ties up with Mohammedan Sporting and and Mohammedan Sporting's fans don't hate ATK they like ATK actually so if they you can call it ATK Mohammedan Sporting all you want he can have his brand Mohammedan Sporting will bring its fan base will bring its madness and let's have it man let's have East Bengal Mohan Bagan Mohammedan Sporting in ISL with six channels promoting the matches and broadcasting it in multiple languages and see what happens it's gonna sh- it's gonna freaking explode man just 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 look at what happened uh, uh, yesterday east bengal versus churchill brothers right now when was the last time you saw east bengal or mohan bagan try to sell tickets make an effort to sell tickets you've never seen it it has never happened this time what happened was uh, uh, the uh, the new management the quest management uh, tied up with some fan clubs and uh, said, hey, uh, put up some social media posts uh, and appeal the fans to come and support the team. And that's what happened. And how many people showed up? 43,000. Like 42 or 43,000 people showed up for an East Bengal versus Churchill game. Right? If a few social media posts can do that, imagine what can happen for East Bengal, Mohan Bagan and Mohammedan Sporting if there are TV channels promoting a game for them, it's going to go bananas, and uh, and you will finally see what it really is. Uh, you know the, the the madness that exists for football in Kolkata. 
it it would bloom in isl so i if anybody is from atk is listening screw mohan bagan i am saying this is a mohan bagan fan get out go to mohammedan sporting you will get better shares you will get a better price and you will get a fan base that you will thank me for later i i really hope if mohan bagan want to go and sign whatever bank as their main investors let them do it uh and uh, uh you know be be the com- competitors don't try to tie up and say okay uh, these guys have money these guys have fans so let, let them uh, let them come together and we have just two teams and stop trying to curate isl isl can be so much better if you just let it go like i league became so much better when all these fringe clubs from isol uh, shillong imphal uh, srinagar all these beautiful clubs came in and um, diversified the club uh, the league it it did not matter man uh, curating never works let let it go i mean reliance stop being so possessive of isol let it be the top division that india deserves rant over your take kevin I think really it comes out from a true Kolkata club fan. For I think a neutral, uh, we we really expect to see crowds coming into the ISL as well. Uh, over the years, we we saw the numbers not really climbing up. Uh, it has uh, grown some organic fans, I would say, uh, but uh, a bigger base would really be uh, requiring a larger effort, a, a community that has been you know, been following football for a longer time. and that can be with the introduction of uh, these two big three let's say big three to into the ISL so probably uh, it, it could be leading to you know a great marketing value uh, greater prospect in in uh, revenue generation and possibly profits uh, uh, by investing in football which is not so great at the moment in the ISL uh but uh, i can always hope for the best i'll tell you what i want i don't want to live in an indian football environment where business deals marketing uh you know uh, uh, advertisement investment budget franchise fees i don't want to be in be in a footballing scenario where these are the ones that are the most important topics of the day and we have to talk about them every it week it does not matter to the fan but it does for the investors yeah okay. it does it does and yeah. and because because we have to look at it as in a 360 perspective we have to talk about it but i want to be in a place where i just want to talk about internet you know exciting matches right i want to talk about who scored the goals who who uh, give got the assist uh, which goalkeeper uh, bottled up <coughs> gurpreet uh, so yeah i mean that that should be what we are talking about we should not be talking about hey these guys are talking to those guys and the politicians are coming uh, coming in and messing up a business deal and that's what is ruining all our lives as fans why are we still here it's five years it's been that we are uh, going through this shit it has to end at this point man yeah rightly said you know we we want to talk about more of pure football action uh, uh, talk about previews and talk about uh, what next what could be the probable level we're not talking about what could be the probable next sponsor or or, or the next tie up so really looking forward to you know getting healthy in panthers healthy debates getting uh, leading up to the match post match and real you know offline moment of fans rather than how it is right now online i want to see more fans in the stadium come out talking to each other putting each other down uh, healthy debates I, i think that that is what we always look forward to as uh, the blue pilgrims uh, have already made it clear that uh, i think unless we get to the stadiums uh, it, it will not matter your, your support will not be there uh, shown to it to your team you know, being being in front of a television set Does not really help the team know that you've got so many fans uh, there for you. Yeah, I mean, so much we're missing out on, man. I mean, Manjapada, they're having some tough times right now, but we know Kerala Blasters have a huge fan base, and if Manjapada want to see real, uh, you know, real clash with the fan base, I I hope they run into Mohammed and Sporting fans sometime. you know they will forget about east bengal mohan bagan and bengaluru fc fans if if they come across mohammedan sporting fans that's going to become 
I know one of one of the rivalries that we will be talking about for years to come. Uh, anyway, uh, hoping for the best. Let's hope the next episode that we do is not about cancelled games and uh, terrorist attacks and uh, business deals and uh, politicians meddling in sports and uh, short-sighted stakeholders in football always messing up and. Uh, making our life hell. Uh, let's uh, thank you for listening to us. Uh, it's been a frustrating week. Uh, hope uh, hope you had a less frustrating week in your personal life, and hope you have an even uh, better week uh, coming up. Uh, lots of action uh, happening. Uh, we got Thursday Bengaluru FC versus FC Goa, number one versus number two in ISL. Uh, whatever that means, uh, different I League matches taking place all over the place. Uh, we got we, we're leading up to uh, another major title uh, implicated match, which will be between Chennai City and Mohan Bagan. Uh, no, East Bengal Mohan ba- uh, East Bengal fans are actually praying that Mohan Bagan wins so that they can have an easier time uh, trying to get that title. How how often do we see that happen? So thanks again for listening to us. Uh, this podcast is available. Everywhere, uh, literally, that you uh, get your podcasts from uh, on Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, but it would be much better if you download the IVM Podcasts app and listen to this podcast and all the best podcasts that uh, are produced in India. Uh, it's also available on IVMPodcast.com. For all the latest news on Indian football and other sports, uh, thefangarage.com is where you can uh, check it all out. And uh, give us a like, share, subscribe if you're listening to it on uh, YouTube uh, and uh, follow at the rate TFG football on Twitter for the latest breaking news and blow-by-blow, play-by-play updates on Indian football. Thanks. Hi, my name is Anupam Gupta. I'm B50 on Twitter. I am the host of Pesa Pesa, a show that talks money. On my show, I speak to experts from every field of money and finance, from stock markets, equities, debt funds, credit cards, life insurance, every possible area of money and finance that you can think of. We even did an episode on cryptocurrency. I've got fantastic guests from mutual funds to personal finance experts everywhere. Robo advisory, startups, just name it, we've got it. At Pesa Pesa, we help you make smart decisions about money. You work hard for money. Now make your money work hard for you. New episodes out every Monday and you can listen to my show on the IVM Podcast app or any other podcasting app that you have. Every week comes a show where three people come together to tell you about stuff they like. A movie... A TV show, a book, and other stuff. Tune in every Monday on the IVM Podcast app to IVM Likes. Batman approves this message. Thank you, Batman.